0: Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 17th of February. The Karnataka government announced its budget today, which will be the last before the upcoming Assembly elections. Chief Minister Basavaraj Bommai said that the government will build a Ram temple in Ramanagar district's Ramadevara Bitta city and spend Rs 1,000 crore for renovating and developing various temples and marts in the next two years, a rupees hundred crore project has been formulated for various works to provide facilities for tourists visiting Kopal districts and Janadri Hill, considered the birthplace of Hanuman. However, former Karnataka Chief Minister Siddaramaiah said that the state debt under the BJP government had increased by 95% since 2019. Meanwhile. A rupee's 9,698 crore grant was announced for the comprehensive development of Bengaluru to focus on building new roads to avoid traffic congestion and a project to prevent flooding. The chairman of the Senior Selection Committee of Men's Cricket in India, Chetan Sharma, resigned from his post today, Indian Express reported. The resignation, which comes after an alleged sting operation by a news channel, was sent to BCCI Secretary Jai Shah, after which it was accepted. As per some reports, Sharma was asked by BCCI to tender his resignation for allegedly breaching his contract by divulging team information. However, a senior BCCI official clarified to PTI that Sharma had resigned voluntarily. In the video, Sharma is heard saying that Indian players take injections to stay fit and speed up their recovery after injuries. He also said that Virat Kohli, former Indian captain, tried to defame Saurav Ganguly as he felt that he was responsible for him losing his ODI captaincy. The video had gone viral on social media, sparking a controversy. Sharma was in the post since December 2020 and was reappointed in January. Listeners, there was another sports controversy dominating the news last month. The Wrestling Federation of India was in the eye of the storm as wrestlers protested against its chief and BJP MP, Bridge Bhushan Sharan Singh. Allegations pertaining to sexual harassment, funding, and sponsorship were made and rejected. The episode, however, put the spotlight on the age-old debate: who should lead sports bodies—politicians, bureaucrats, or sportspersons? Of the twelve most prominent sports federations in India. Six are headed by politicians or their relatives, four by sportspersons, including a BJP leader, and one each is led by a businessman and a court appointed administrator. To know more details, read my colleague Shiv Narayan Rajpurohit's story on newslaundry.com. It is titled Fair Game What Political Control of India's Sports Federations Tell Us. Listeners, the reason we can report on stories such as these is because we do not rely on political parties or corporations for advertisements. We are a reader-supported independent media organisation that rely only on you, the subscriber. So, if you are not a member of our independent news ecosystem already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription starts at Rs 300 only. Union Minister Smriti Irani slammed billionaire George Soros over his remarks criticising Prime Minister Narendra Modi, accusing him of attacking India's democratic process, NDTV reported. Highlighting the Adani-Hindenburg controversy, Soros had said that Modi has to answer questions from foreign investors and the parliament on allegations that have been made about fraud and stock manipulation. He said that it would significantly weaken Modi's stranglehold on India's federal government and open the door to push for much-needed institutional reforms. Soros is the founder of Open Society Foundation, which provides grants to groups and individuals. Hitting out at his comments, Irani said that Soros had an ill intention to intervene in the democratic process of India and wanted a government pliable to his needs. She said that any attempt to break the democracy in India would be met by the might of the country under Prime Minister Narendra Modi's leadership. The Supreme Court said today that it will pass orders to constitute an expert committee to review the regulatory mechanism for the Adani-Hindenburg issue, LifeLaw reported. The court refused to accept the names proposed by the central government in a sealed cover for inclusion in the proposed committee. Headed by Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandra Chud, the bench today said that it will select the experts for the proposed committee in order to maintain full transparency. If it takes the name suggested by the government, the court said that this would amount to a government-constituted committee. This would also amount to keeping the other side in the dark, it said. The Supreme Court further said, that it wanted full transparency for the protection of investors and that there should be a sense of confidence in the court. The court further clarified that it would not appoint a sitting judge to the committee to examine the issue. It further proceeded to hear the petitioners before reserving its verdict on the issue. China has declared a decisive victory over COVID-19, describing it as a miracle, Hindustan Times reported. China's official news agency, Xinhua, said that the Standing Committee of the Political Bureau of the Communist Party of China had announced at a meeting that China had achieved a major and decisive victory in its COVID-19 prevention and control since November 2022. President Xi chaired the meeting, which was attended by the country's top leadership. A state media analysis of the announcement said, that the declaration of victory over the pandemic means that China has moved towards enemy or living with the virus. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you are listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent.